0: The PM Growth Experts podcast show is hosted by Darren Hunter and Dennis Youssef from Inspired Growth Training, who work with PM Growth Experts
1: from around the globe. If you're signing up 20 to 30 managements a month, that's great. If not, speak with us.
0: Hi, this is Darren Hunter, and I am with Dennis Youssef. We are with the Property Management Growth Experts podcast show, and we are... In Auckland today, we are lovely New Zealand. We haven't got our usual backdrop green screen effects, and we have with us today Michael Sands, uh, who uh, runs a well. He actually just recently sold out, but ran a massive rent roll in Melbourne. Six hundred properties spread over eighty-four. Suburbs. suburbs, I mean, if, if anything, Michael isn't, he just doesn't run anything traditionally. So Certainly Michael's got a, outside the square, doesn't he? Absolutely. He's got a great story to share today. And look, I think no, straight off the bat, Michael uh, has um, for two years with his 600 properties spread over 84 suburbs in Melbourne, a zero Vacancy rates. He had no properties days on market, despite his competitors, of course, having vacancies and having a vacancy rate. So, look, before we get into uh, talking to Michael, um just want to do a quick shout out for our exclusive partners, inspectionmanager.com. Now, Inspection Manager, look, we all know they are the most popular and most well used inspection app in Australia. Check it out. Now, as an owner myself, I have my property manager email to me my routine inspections. They are on the inspection manager template as an owner. It's really easy for me in my busy day to open it up quickly, have a look at the, at the comments that are made room by room. And then of course the photos and even have little notes stuck on the photos. And there's all sorts of things that the app um, and the inspection software can do. So look, get onto the best software. Don't mess around with anything else. Check out inspection But mate, all over to you. Yeah, yeah well, just, just on with the apps. I mean, for my own property, I've just moved out of my
1: own home and I turned it into a rental property. So I actually do want to monitor that a, a lot more. So it's nice because I've got that heart attachment to my property. It's a, you know it's a reluctant landlord situation. So I actually enjoy looking at those the really good photos, um, so it's really cool, and it's important. So, Michael, thank you so much for coming on board with us today. So, Michael, you're also <laughs> in New Zealand with yeah, us,
0: but you're might. in a different room. in a different floor in the same hotel, so. so he's, down, he's <laughs> down there somewhere, but
1: anyway. So, look,
0: I guess everyone knows we're actually on our national masterclass tour. Uh, we've already done, uh, we started with Perth. Oh. Oh, hang on, hang on, Melbourne, oh. then Perth, then Adelaide, Adelaide, then Sydney, Sydney Brisbane. Brisbane. We are now on the last leg before we fly off to the United States. Yep. In about 10 days, all of us three, we're actually speaking at a big property management conference in Missouri. But anyway, mate. Yeah, so uh, Michael, great having you on board with us. And uh, if you could just share with me,
1: you know, and, and Darren and everyone listening, why did you join real estate? Because real estate wasn't your, you know, uh, your first background. So, you know, why did you join real estate?
2: Uh, I came into real estate back in 2003. It was after living in the UK doing marketing and communications at a telco business. And I guess being abroad, it was hard to find uh, like a real estate agent that I could kind of converse with and find out what's happening with the market. Uh, when I came back from a good job in the UK, I, um, I'd done a full year previously of um, studying to get the full license. I had to do one year in the industry to qualify for the license. So I went into leasing. The first job I had in real estate was as a leasing agent and we didn't have a computer. Mm. We had a, um, just had a ledger. It was um, very, very dated and it was the lowest paid job I'd ever been on. But I did my time and um, I wanted to learn everything about real estate, more so property management from the bottom up. I thought it was important. One of the things we studied at the, um, doing the full license was actual like maintenance and understanding maintenance. And I found a lot of property managers didn't. We weren't able to pick that up. So, um, starting from the bottom, I got to learn all that.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Leasing to me is an amazing position to start in. I mean, obviously, um, it's a skeleton of the BDM's position because, you know, the call comes into the office. Um, you've got to book the appointment, you know, uh, and you, you're at the appointment, whether it's a leasing or a new business, and you've got to ask for the business and then you've got to follow up on both situations as well. So I, I love leasing, I like influencing people's lives. And, um, you know, you certainly did that in your career. So, you know, just to help the listeners understand a little bit about um, your office, tell us a little bit about your office, your your marketplace. Darren's already shared how many suburbs you covered, and, but it's not just suburbs. you you reached further out than the norm.
2: Yeah, so we, we, we crossed into um, New South Wales and WA. Uh, we were just the one, the one location, one physical location. So and that's three states, just to clarify, because you, you were in Victoria, so that's three states. Correct, yeah. And I think we're up to like 89 suburbs at one point, um, but more so about 84 suburbs. And you know, I've got a, a picture of a map that I kind of show some of the properties spread like across Melbourne. Um, and you know, for me, it wasn't about the location focus, it was about the client focus, about the client experience. And I know a lot of real estate agents won't pick up properties in other suburbs because they think it's out of their patch and there's that extra cost. But um, for me, that wasn't, it was never, never an issue because mm-hmm. they might have been multiple landlords. We kept the business under our umbrella and uh, we just had ways to um, get other property, you know, leased without us actually physically doing it. You know, if I knew back in 2003 what I knew now, you know, oh that was totally different.
1: We we could all say that. Poor Darren, he's getting the shakes, you know, because he's got a session on, you know, uh, not travelling more than 20 minutes away from your office.
0: You you break all the rules. Now, guys, I've actually made a mistake with this recording. He forgot to hit record. No, 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 it's recording. It's recording fine. It's just I need a better view, so we need to change it to the Brady Bunch view. All right? Um, So I do apologise for everyone. We should have got this right at the start, but it's all good. All good. You can see us all better now. So uh, That's cool.
1: Okay so um yeah, so what is the so I mean darren uh, i mean how are you how do you feel about your session on you know only being twenty minutes thirty minutes away from an office you know I,
0: look at the end of the day um, Michael just thinks outside of the square mm. and he will if someone says look you can't do it that way he'll work out a way to do it yeah you know and that's what I love about Michael everything is just completely non-traditional always challenging mindsets and Michael is just a quiet achiever he'll just he'll just work out a way to do it and he won't make a big fanfare about it
1: yeah certainly interesting because I was at the real estate. Um, dot com dot au rea dot com dot au's headquarters, and they're teaching me about this new reporting system. And um, and I said, Well, zero days on market, you know, is anyone doing it? And they said, Well, no. And I said, Well, can you bring up an office for me? And I, I got them to bring your office up, and they went to sales because I know you didn't sell properties much, it was just one of your current owners. Is that correct? If they wanted to sell, and they said, Oh, you know, and I said, No, 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 have a look at his you. rent have a look at his rentals, have a look at his rentals. And they were going, no, nah, no, nah, this is a mistake. And they kept on reloading the page. No, nah, no, nah, this can't be right. <laughs> you know. And this was like two of the the, the top dogs of rea.com that I used. So I thought it was quite humorous because they even couldn't believe your, um, your stats that you were doing. Mm. So, um, so if we can get yeah, back to look- your office, um, Michael, so, uh, you know, what your, your office structure pods, were you um, task driven? You know, how did you have that set up?
2: Uh, we went, we evolved, um, and I guess as, as it got closer to now, we, we definitely we hyper evolved. Whereas you know, a property manager would you know do open for inspections, they would you know handle maintenance and everything on their own. We broke that down, so we got rid of the traditional property manager mindset. We tried to have people on the road less, more in the office, more customer service, income producing, growth focused. Um, you know, we got rid of, um, receptionists. We didn't have traditional receptionists. We didn't have, uh, you wouldn't think that we're a real estate agency. Basically we're, a, we're a tech enabled, um, service business. Um, yeah. so yeah, the office, we actually, we acquired an office when we, um, took over another company and for us having a physical office, it's not our business model. Um, because you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, people would walk into a real estate office and they'd look at the rental on the, on the plaque, they'd get a rent list and for me, that was inefficient. that would waste time, we'd be wasting paper. So like we didn't give out rent lists, you know, we gave um, virtual goggles and like a link so people could actually see the property or the video. Uh, we would engage with the person if they came in and rather give them a list, which they're gonna throw out, we would just say, what are you, what are you after? You know, Because if we don't have it, it you know, we don't have it, we can try and find it. Um, so us in real estate and our office, very non-traditional. And anyone in
1: your office could do that. It wasn't like a leasing agent that did that. So if they're, they're after a four bedroom property then anyone could just bring up the, the list of four bedroom properties.
2: Yeah. You know, like again, like we really got rid of leasing agents too. Like we, we didn't have that role anymore because properties were renting themselves. You know, it's like we've spoken about before where we would load a property up online, we'd have it as a virtual tour um, or a video and we'll get that to everyone from day one. Like there was no lag time in waiting to see if the tenant can give us access or anything like that. It was just properties up from day one. And that helped us without no excuse for not renting policy because we were aggressive. You know, there's a lot of agents out there and, you know, they've got to wait for the tenant to give them access and they've got to, you know, whatever the reason is. And the benefit of having like video or virtual tour also meant that if we had a tenant in there that, you know, let's say they got kids and they don't want us going through their property always open for inspections, inspection. Yeah, manager, whatever the case. Yeah. We, pre-qualified everyone. So again, as for us as a real estate agency, we weren't, as an office, we weren't on the road doing all these crazy open for inspections unless the person was qualified. Yeah, you know, so, us in an office, totally different from, from the norm. And, you know, we've spoken about before, I had like, within 100 meters from our office, there was like nine real estate agents and there's 17 real estate agencies in, in Altona alone. And, you know, that kind of sounds busy and hectic, but that's just Altona, right? Like, we were dealing with real estate agents in every single suburb um, across Melbourne. You know, if it was in um, Tarelgan or Emerald or Brighton or Porty, like wherever it was, we we're up against thousands of real estate agents. Um, but they're not our competition, right? Like, it doesn't matter if they're leasing a property as a business. For us, it's what are we leasing? What are we bringing on? What are we managing? So, you know, it sounds crazy, so many agents in our space, but it was, you know, they're not our competition.
1: No, totally get it. So, Michael, how many properties did you list in, in, you know, in the last twelve months? How many properties have you listed?
2: Uh, Look, it varies. As you know, like, I'm in a transitional period at the moment. Um, And so the first part of the year was a bit um, transitioning. I think it was like 53, probably in the last um, four or five months. Yep. So we we slow, you know, slow down. You can pick up 100 plus um, in a six-month period. Um, the thing with real estate, I guess, being in Melbourne too, we found a lot of properties were selling, owners were moving back in. So there's it was, it was a perpetual motion of always trying to bring on property because, you know, people move back in and you're replacing it. And cat and mouse. Yeah, is focus
1: obviously it had changed from, you know, uh, from the growth as well. So, um, yeah. Michael, you know, if you were to, you know, your first day on the job, you know, when you're a leasing agent. I mean, you kind of touched on it before if you know what you knew now. But, um, you know, your first day, you know, you're about to knock on the door and um, or walk into the door for the first time and you tapped yourself on the shoulder. What advice would you give yourself, you know, before you started on a job the
2: first time? Um, Well, if I was starting in the leasing leasing side of things again, I guess I would um, focus more on pre-qualifying tenants. And what I mean by that is um, taking the time to find out exactly what they want.
1: Hmm.
2: You know, like not just having 100 properties that they can choose from, kind of churning through the process or so just kind of taking the time to understand what our customers want because those tenants would become landlords and they would refer on. Um, leasing agent, it was very like, you know, I rent a property, I get paid, I rent property, I get paid. But that was churn and burn. It was almost like a sales role. Um, so tapping on my shoulder, I would just say engage more, you know, find out what people want more because um, I would have saved myself a lot of. Time. Over the last you know, 10 years, I've been solving problems. I started mm-hmm. earlier on. Totally. Get really it ed- ed- on. Yeah,
1: a lot of leasing agents, they say, you know, how much do you want to spend a week in rent um, or per month for our American um, friends that are listening in? Um, they might give you a figure and then you're getting your list straight away. People, they're getting the list of, of the rent up to that amount. But they're not actually asking, does it need to be close to schools? Does it need to be the airport? Does it need to be public transport? So it is really important to get all that out of the way. And you eliminate it yourself when you're showing them one or two properties rather than 10. So, you know, that's excellent. So, uh, look, uh, I suppose on the same, um, you know, thread here, if you were to start your rent roll from scratch today, you know, what would be your top three strategies to bring in most of the business?
2: Um, I guess one of the most important things is picking up the phone um, and calling the introducing yourself to the local area, but engaging with like you know, your accountants, your solicitors, your planners, these are the people that are already in front of clients that have investment properties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I see a lot of agents going through like Api Data or those platforms to try and find ownership details. But they find, yeah, especially now like with privacy laws, they're not getting through anywhere. So why bother there? Why don't you actually approach the people that are speaking to your ideal data? Yeah, and like, you know, but one of the scripts that I use um, when I'm calling up accountants and solicitors and so on, niche um, property, can you tell me a bit about the services that you offer your clients? You know, so do you specialize in, you know, investments? Is it tax, you know, whatever it is that they're going to specialize in? And they will engage with me and they'll tell me everything about it. And I would say, look, um, that's a perfect fit because, you know, we deal with the same type of clients. And, you know, if there's an opportunity for me to refer people to, um, I think our, our landlord base would benefit from that. And then from that too, you were talking about, you know, property investor nights and so on. But um, I've come blank. Well, that's two. You've got property investor nights.
1: So you'd obviously run an opening night as well. So you've got your strategic alliance. You'd align that with an
2: information night as well. Obviously, buying a phone is really important. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, no whisper marketing, no whisper marketing. Yeah. But you know, again, if you're starting out fresh, you're calling all these people. The other really important thing is make sure you've got like a Google presence, like a website presence, wow. because even if you're zero, you have zero properties, you wanna make sure that you look the biggest, reputable, trustworthy. So when you are out there talking to those accountants, planners, mums and dads, when they go online to find you, because everyone's gonna try and find you, um, but you're there. Yeah. And then the other part to that is, so the first thing is you know, making contact with your local area. The second one is having a website, a Google presence, um, a social presence. You know, having a confident narrative, um, and the third one is video content. So, you know, videos weren't massive when we first started, but again, we're in the on-demand economy. So, people want to know how am I going to, you know, how do I find the best the property manager near me? How do I sign up a lease agreement? How do I, how do I, how do I, how do I, how do I everything? Um, and so, for us as a business now, we evolved to kind of be that real estate agent, property manager before they needed me. So they would go online, they would find it and they would check the reviews. It was a process. I know we've spoken about it before, but they go onto Google, type in property manager. They see us come up in an area with other agents. They'll see our reviews. We've got, I think, we're about 50 odd. Um, and then they'll click through to us. They'll go to our social page, our Facebook page, and they'll see. And like Kat's worked really hard with our narrative on a social platform too to have a consistent message that comes across. So they're probably the three things that um, I definitely would tell anyone. call you, Call your database, your local area. Google page and video content.
1: Perfect. So let's just clarify, cat is not your pet, that is your wife who works in the business as well. Just for people who don't know. Uh, Now uh, Michael, you turn up to work on a Monday, you know. I mean, we'd all freak out about this one, right? And the bank, bank you know, they're the first person to call you. It's the bank. And you're thinking, great, I've got a proof for a loan, I'm gonna buy another investment. But no, he tells you he's gonna close you down if you don't pick up 10 managements in seven days.
2: What do you do? Um, Well, again, you know, I guess rehashing what we just spoke about, I would pick up the phone and start calling people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I guess a lot of people don't realize that when I set up Niche Property, I left a partnership from a previous company. I couldn't bring on any clients. So I started Niche Property with zero um, clients. And basically, I had to pick up the phone and call people and get my name out there and just keep calling and offer the service. And as as you know... Who who were you calling, Michael? So it's not just like you're calling people, but who were you calling? I couldn't call my friends and family because they were clients of my previous business. and so I couldn't bring them on. So I was reaching for everyone. I was calling through like professionals. So calling out, you know, my planners, is my accountants that I knew getting back in, in that sphere um, realm. And um, as you know, like the first management that I resigned, I flew to Turkey to sign it just to get that momentum going. Yeah. Um, you know, emotions, motion. So they say, yeah. um, I, did everything. And again, you know, I'd set up niche property in a study nook in the apartment that we had uh, with no overheads and I, I called. So I was in a position like that where I had to make phone calls because I was asking people to invest in my business before I even set it up. Um, and then I realized, you know, so I could kind of be bigger, no point in wasting money or borrowing money from people, to call. So yeah, I called cool. people. I called accountants, planners, and the one person who I hadn't had their property lived in Turkey. Okay, there you go. So you jumped on a plane, went to Turkey, and listed the property. Excellent. It was, a, it was a terrible property too, $250 a week. It was a dive of a place. Oh my gosh, but I did it. Yeah. I had the motion.
0: Creates well, the you momentum. got some brag rights around that. I mean, I've, anyway, look, moving on. So, Michael, you are very non-traditional. So, you know, what are the top three rent-roll growth strategies that got you most of your growth, certainly in that last one to two years? What worked best for
2: you? Yeah, sure. So, I focused a lot on, um, it was a bit, a bit of a process, so we focus a lot on our marketing so our virtual reality our videos are trying to be different because going into a listing presentation if an owner has three real estate agents coming in in there i guarantee they're all kind of saying the exact same thing Mm. you know they collect rent they do routines they do xyz um that's not really solving a problem for owners so we focus on how to solve problems and and that that narrative Um, we would use virtual reality which was very very big for us um, reality, only, again, just
0: to just go to that definition it's really where we're allowing people to have like a real experience of that so it would be using the the goggles is that right with the, with yeah. the
2: two ways either the goggles or just on your um on your screen depending how, how they want to view it yeah. but um, for an owner so what helped us with other people like we had all the stats right I could show you that we had zero percent vacancy and I could show you how fast we rented property and um, I could tell you that I could show you sorry that we um, had 168 views as opposed to 78 views average on markets. We're getting more than twice the amount of views. Yep. So speaking to an, an owner, it didn't matter what anyone else said. I had a proof statement. I had something actual tangible to kind of say to them, this is the report and no one else could do that. So we so, focus so on the market. Sorry?
0: I think it's fair that you tapped into what owners really care about. And we know that they don't want cheap fees when you can prove to them that you can get them the best rent with the best tenant in the quickest possible time using that technology and marketing techniques. But Michael, right now, where can people go to to actually see samples of your marketing? Is there actually a platform available? They can actually view some of the, uh, the videos and virtual reality tours that you did. Are they still available?
2: Yeah. And we can, we can canvas um, a few more, but if you go to like our YouTube channel for niche property, there's some of our um, 360 videos on there.
0: So niche ah. is uh, n double Um right. So niche property on YouTube. Go and have a look at the videos that, that Michael did so you can see what yeah. difference. And again, I mean, if people, an owner, it's a bit of a no-brainer. If they can see how quickly you're going to get a good tenant, it doesn't matter what the other agent says. That You just hit their hot buttons. Mm-hmm. And then the cheap fees or the fees become very, very,
2: uh, you know, non-important. Mm. And we're in a marketplace like... Um which in Melbourne, like they're consistently low. You know, I won't, I won't mention what all the fees are, but we were going in at full fee. We were going in at the top-letting fee for, for our marketplace, like in yeah. Victoria. Yeah, we were full fee, and if it was, if it was like interstate or if it was further out, we charged um, an amount that was um, uh, worth charging for. You know, yeah. and I appreciated that because they were getting. They were with us because they trusted us. We inspired them. They knew that what we were doing as opposed to fees. Hmm. Don't now, get me wrong. There were some people in our book that were fee hunters.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah correct, correct. So you were doing virtual reality. Uh, you're doing 360 camera technology as well, the Matterport cameras. Um, and also, Michael, um, you were. what else were you doing with your marketing now? You're putting it across a number of social media platforms as well.
2: Yeah, correct. So again, social media is being social. Um, we wouldn't flood our social media pages with all the properties that we had to rent. Um, we 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 built up through our platforms uh, following. You know, we haven't got 10,000 likes or 100,000 likes and followers. We had a good concentration of people that, that liked us. And um, we used our social media to help list property because it's amazing how many owners out there have got Instagram and Facebook. And they would see us it was like we formed uh, our top of mind campaign so what i mean by top of mind campaign is someone's at a supermarket they order they pay for their groceries they get a shopper docket you're on the back of the shopper docket you're not selling a discounted service but you're on the back of it they drive up to their home and they see a police board there um you know they're on internet and they kind of see us at, at a cafe you know because they're at their local cafe and they see us at their local cafe or on their social they see we've tagged a lo- local cafe and one day They need to rent out their property, and all of a sudden,
0: the operator's calling.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, uh, yes,
0: yes, we did. We're actually doing an international podcast at the moment, so uh, say hello to everybody. Good Good social media. Hello, that's good. What was your name? Okay, Rich. They were actually doing a recording at the moment. If you could bring the uh, the item up, uh, probably within about half an hour, 45 minutes would be great. Yeah, that'll be that's perfect. Thank you very much. Uh, just for the for the uh, two nights. All right. Thank you. Okay. Well, there you go, it's... uh... There's evidence we are in a hotel. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to laugh about that one. So, I mean, for people uh, also knowing this is a a video podcast, um, so if you're watching it on iTunes or Podbean as well, there is a video version available on our website. Go to Inspire Growth Training under uh, the Knowledge Library. But anyway... um, Michael, so you're talking
1: about about the shopper docker, you've tagged the business on social media, um, and you're becoming that top of mind.
2: Yeah, correct. So when they um, go to find a property manager, and they go into Google to find one, um, and they see our branding there, it's they've already, they, they've already got that trust for us, so as opposed yeah, to trying yeah. to find someone that they have no trust for. Like they've already done the research, And then they'll click on the reviews, and you know, it's got that the social proof, that that social trust. Yeah, so, and I'll
1: also just clarify that you don't use Matterport; you you use a different. Uh, it's similar you know, to it was, Matterport, but it, it,
2: it's, a, it's a Right it's, Data.
1: Yeah. Yep, okay so, but yep. um, everyone recognizes the the name matterport but um, it, it's a one um, percent of the
0: cost you could almost say I mean the, the amount of yeah. money you know that, that that you can lose through discounting. Um, discounting your management fee. I mean, look, we've run some stats in Michael. If a person discounts 1%, let's say the average rent is $400 a week. the discount 1%, that's $4 a week. Um, and that's, uh, you know, over a year, that's like 200 bucks over like the, the management. You get a management for five years. Well, that discount's now around about 1,000 bucks. Let's say you do that on 30 properties a year over five years, do the math. Uh, we're getting up to that, you know, 30 Forty thousand dollars, and that's the actual expense of discounting. And so, it's much cheaper to go and invest in technology like Matterport cameras. You think, oh, it's too expensive. No, it's not. Discounting is the most expensive mm. thing you could ever do. Run the math. You go and have a look for yourself. And there are so many other points of difference out there. And Michael's got some of the best. So, you know, well done. And I can just see there, Michael, that people. You prove to them you can get them the best tenant, the best friend, the quickest possible time using those effective marketing techniques that you've talked about. Again, go to Niche Property, N-E-E-S-E-S-H on YouTube and go and have a look at that and, uh, you know, be different. Don't just have boring photos the same as everyone else. Refuse to be the same. If you look the same as your competitors, well, now the owners are going to be very forceful on wanting a be discount because they are looking for a point of difference if you don't proactively give one. So Michael, well done. Now, what, another question for you is that if you did have, despite showing them your virtual technology, despite showing them how you do you know, walkthrough videos and uh, Matterport cameras and all that sort of stuff and putting it over social media and all the, the non-traditional marketing that you do, they then turn around still and say, hey, look, if you can match your management fee with the other agent down the road, What's your response?
2: What well, part of my service don't they want, basically. It's, um, we, we are probably one of the cheapest agents out there because our owners aren't losing money on rent. They're not losing money on, you know, bad tenants, you know, things like that. So, whilst we're higher fees than a lot of people, we're probably one of the cheapest out there.
0: Overall, you're saving them so much money. You know, one, one thing, you know, uh, now, you, you said, Michael, is I know you've recently sold your rent roll and now you're, you're a consultant. In fact, Michael, I think it's fair to say you're teaching agencies now how to do property marketing like this. And, and, and uh, you know, you, um, so, you know, go to sansconsulting.com. Is that right, Michael?
2: Just sans.com.au.
0: S-A-N-Z or Z, depending on what part of the planet you're from. Sans.com.au. And Michael can certainly help you out there. Um, but, um, so what, like, oh, if I can bring it back to
1: growth, if that's okay, um, you know, um, during those, you know, those strong growth periods, I mean, Michael, um, oh, you know, I know I was, um, coaching you for a little while, but it ended up, I think being a, we were coaching each other for a little Good while. Mastermind session, yeah. <laughs> it was a great mastermind session. I really did enjoy um, having you as a client, I felt like I was ripping you off because you were teaching me as much as I was teaching you. Um, but that—that's th- good business for me. what—what um, <laughs> what were some of the KPIs that you had in place on yourself to, you know, um, that you, you were doing to, you know, um, keep those numbers coming in? Uh,
2: well, you know, when you bring in uh, properties, it purely is a numbers game. So we had it we were calling about forty people a day. Yep. Um, at least, you know, you're doing everything else, but as a business owner too, mindful that I, there's a lot of other things that I have to do, um, 40 calls a day, and that was mixed to previous owners, you know, owners that have left to another agency, calling them and seeing how they're going, and anything we can help them with, just kind of touching base. Yep. Um, and probably out of um, 40, you'd probably expect 40 phone calls, you, you'd expect at least um, five appointments, at least minimum, to kind of catch up with people like legitimate ones there are other like, um, you know, coffee dates and things like that, but five. And then, you know, you would hope to actually list those five properties um, at least when you're gonna call them. But the reality is some of them were like back burner. People aren't ready to rent it out yet, you know, giving them an appraisal, whatever it was like that. But it's for us, it was picking up the phone, making phone calls.
1: Yeah, and it's certainly building up that pipeline as well. It doesn't matter, you know, people, they um, get into that mindset of not asking for the business, but it's about creating an opportunity at every single moment that you can. You know, um, I don't know how many times I've been in an Uber with you. Um, every now and then we get a cab. We have to go back to the old traditional way, but you're still asking people if they've got an investment property. Uh, you know, um, you, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how many times Darren, I, I've been in an Uber and I'm in Melbourne and, and I do the same thing. I text Michael to call somebody And I'm in the Uber still, and Michael's calling the Uber driver. Like, he's instant, which was great, (laughs) you know. So, um, Michael messaged me back. He didn't pick up. Then I've got to tell the Uber driver, dude, pick up the phone. That's Michael (laughs) calling you. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, we had similar attributes there, and that's what I really liked, you know. um, I saw it last night in Auckland. But, um, yeah, it was a – it's always about creating that opportunity. I don't know how many times I tell people that leads isn't the problem, uh, The problem is BDMs or property managers or or those listing agents, they're not picking up the phone. And how many times have you said today during this podcast, it's about picking up the phone? Michael, you didn't have a big sales team behind you. You weren't relying on a big sales team to grow your rent roll. You're pure evidence of an agency, property management only. Um, you know, collecting 52 weeks a year rent for your owners, winning those businesses at full fee and having some simple KPIs in place about picking up, booking appointments, becoming front of mind through social media does certainly grow your rent, line
2: right. mm. 100%.
0: Did you ask him about the next one? About We're just looking at our list. We've got a list did ask, here. Did you ask him about the growth goal? Well, I mean, next the, growth goal. The, the reason why I haven't All asked right.
1: him about the growth goal is he sold his rent roll. So <laughs> let's pretend you haven't sold your rent roll. Okay, Michael, let's pretend that you're still growing the business What's your next growth for the next 12 months? What's your, what's
0: your growth goal? Yeah, what, 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 what's the next 12 months, Michael? What is your vision for the next 12 months? When well, in fact, you talk five years. Where do you want to be going? What do you want to be doing? Now, I think we have to say about Michael how extraordinary this guy, if there is a conference in the United States, he's on a plane. He'll yeah. go to the facebook events he will go and mix with people that work in facebook Mm -hmm. he will go to the virtual reality technology conferences you are
2: personally coached by tom ferry um who's uh, yeah so i I think coaching is coaching is very very important having a a mentor even if you think you're the best right it's not so much about thinking you're the best you don't need help it's having someone um who can look at it from a different perspective and and push and push you just to kind of ask you, you know, ask the accountability. And I was a business owner, right? And that's why, like, Dennis and I started because I, every, everything that I, w- that I was going to do was right, right? And so I wanted accountability. I mean, it turned out that everything that I was doing was right. But, um, you know. Yeah, but so, what you
1: did, Michael, I'd be training you and you'd be typing, yep, I've implemented five of those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know uh, that accountability was really good. And
2: um, yeah. yeah. But, right.
1: And so, so, as far it's as, as growth as goes,
2: as yeah, so as far as growth goes, um, for me, like personal growth goals, as, as you know, like we're doing consulting now and with um, Inspired Growth, we're, we're doing the goal coaching. And um, for me, I'm getting my success from helping other people list properties, you know, by going out. And so that, they're my KPIs. So we have clients, as you know, who are picking up the phone, they're going on Google, they're putting the videos out there. And every time they get a management, Or, you know, they go, I mean, this is a fun one. The new BDM, one of our clients, um, exact same strategy. We said, call the, call your local accountants, planners and everything. And I think they've already got three like solid lead referrals from just doing that. Mm -hmm. This is the person that was in property management, you know, and they're moving into the BDM. And when they tell me that, like, that's my joy, like that's my growth. But as far as, um, our growth going, going forward, like for me, it's about helping people, um, and showing people like what I was doing—it's not rocket science.
1: Excellent. And obviously, you were doing a, a data mine, you know, in helping um, a new agency open up and getting, you know, names, numbers, emails of all those strategic alliances that you're meant to be doing,
0: so they know to pick up the phone. Great. I think i say also, um, you know, if uh, Michael is uh, one of our BDM Gold coaches, so go to training.com, go to training consultant, you will see BDM Gold coaching there, or just get in contact with us. Mm. Um, of course, uh, you know, we're getting a lot of uh, very um, – happy people that are working with you, Michael, that yeah. maybe, uh, you know, they originally thought, hey, we just want to go with Dennis, but of course, Dennis, we're always traveling. Michael has taken over the reins and, and you're really, uh, you know, getting a lot of raving fans out there, Michael, certainly, certainly, yeah. certainly with your, uh, you know, what you bring to the table. But one last question now, we've got to wrap this up. Um, you know, Michael, let's just, you're on stage at the Inspired Growth Conference. You're speaking uh, there and you've got a room full of BDMs and bosses and you've only got one minute to say something what's the most important thing that you'd like
2: to say to them well the most important thing that I would say to a BDM at the moment with all the technology and everything that we have at our disposal and the systems and the data mining and everything is don't lose track of what you're trying to do the client is in front of you engage build the relationship build the trust if you don't pick the property up now don't stress about it next there's gonna be many more properties that you're gonna pick up but engage, yeah. get about the tools we have around us, engage. You will get far more success by building the relationship than you will by discounting your fees. Is that another way of saying Dennis, pick up the phone.
0: <laughs> pick up the phone. It,
2: it is, and, and Michael's- Michael. No, I can't that. say it again, you know.
0: Yeah. You're yeah, 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 trying
1: to say it differently. And, and Michael also, you know, he does the video text messages. He does the, you know, and that's, that's an amazing way of connecting with clients.
0: It's personalized. It's hey, not just a text. I was with a person the other night after masterclass in Sydney and I listened to this. So, um, a person texts, a, uh, a, a principal property manager BDM. Uh, he says, look, uh, I just want, I'm looking, I'm, I've been told to give you a call. What are your fees? Um, and it's like, Oh, how do I, you know, how do I get in front of this person that a quick video text? Hi, such and such here. Um, really good to uh, get your message. I'm not able to give my fees at the moment because I need to get to know you, see where the property is. We've got to make sure that we're a good fit too as an agency for you. Um, I will give you a call tomorrow and I would like to make a time to come out and see you. Um, the person, uh, then took the phone call the next day. They made a time, went out there, signed him up, and he said he was really, really impressed with the video text. So, uh, you know, do something completely out of the, you know, out of the dream. And, and, and you know, I'll show my phone here. I don't want to show it, but there's a video there. I'm doing this with our clients. You know, we do this. We send a video text. Yep Alright, you want to stand out from the three or four agents you're up against that aren't doing any of this, send a video text. So, all right, guys, I think it's a really good session. Uh, We had a very interesting interruption. So, hey, that's our podcast. Of course, on our Inspire Growth training, you'll get the video podcast. This is the audio that we strip out of it and place it into iTunes or Podbean as well. But great session, guys. Uh, Thank you so much, Michael. I think we're in for a a bit of fun now and, we are uh, just
1: just to throw something into the mix so you all know we have got BDM royalty in the room with us you know we've got, we Greg, got Greg, Greg Watson, Watson. okay three, Greg time,
0: Watson. three time BDM award winner with BDM coach hey, like award, award hi. Winning, hi. winning property manager
1: BDM in
0: New Zealand
1: and, and we had to give him a Hall of Famer award because no one else is you know willing to even apply Sorry, for any awards
2: day,
1: Greg. hi um, <laughs> You got got a massive combination here the, the brains in this room and in michael's room outstanding so yep. great work guys you, you know that 50 dollars you can Oh, the 50 dollars <laughs> like, so new zealand or aussie you know? anyway, <laughs> give
0: it zealand. all right okay well, anyway take care everyone and if you're in the door event in uh, missouri in uh, november that's where we're opting together to go speak yep. so uh, have fun everyone take care take care thank you thanks for having me bye